guys, welcome back to the podcast, second episode. Today's special guest got Jake Lyman. G'day, Jake. Hey, Logs, how you going, mate? Yeah, good yourself? Not too bad, thank you. Not too bad. Do you want to give us a bit of a backstory on yourself? Yeah, I can do that for you, Logs. Um, yeah, so my name's uh, Jake Lyman, uh, originally from Erebara, um, God's country down there, mate. Uh, moved to Ballarat uh, a couple of years ago, uh, went to St. Pat's for high school, um, I'm currently enrolled at Swinburne University doing uh, sports media, sports journalism sort of type. I uh, love me footy, love me sport, um, and yeah, that's probably a little bit of background there. You've got a beautiful mum and a dad and a couple of siblings that go all right. Kai's a bit annoying, but that's right, we'll get there in the end. We'll get him through. Sweet. Rightio. So, what made you go to Lakers out of all the clubs in the PFL? Yeah, good question, Arch. Um, yeah, I was just a little boy from Erebor, year 10 at St. Pat's. Um, what actually made me go to Lakerland was uh, I, have a car- I used to have a caravan down at Ocean Grove at Colandina. Um, the likes yeah. of uh, the Cannies, uh, the Dukes, the Todds, Porters, uh, the Clarks, your boy Schmidt, shout out to Schmidt. <laughs> um, they all played at Lakers, so I thought it was, you know, it was just, yeah, it was just due to go to Lakers and um, I thought, yep. yeah, may as well, just because I'm over in Ballarat now going to school, I just go play at Lakers and, yeah, it was a good club and I've heard good things from it and it's a really good social club and, and family club and, yeah, just decided to go to Lakers yep. from there. Yeah. Um, what got you into footy? What got me into footy, Arch? Uh, I don't know, from a, from a young age, just, I don't know, I just loved it. I knew straight away um, I was a little passionate Essen supporter. Um, up the dressing up, get the, the footy fans, you know, footy colours on, face painting, um, you know, everything that, that I could do. And I know I used to cry every time they uh, they used to lose. But um, I don't really got into footy. It was just sort of because my dad never actually played a footy game in his life. Um, he hates. He used to really? hate footy. He used to he used to probably try and beat up blokes who played footy. Um, <laughs> but uh, I was probably my pop. I'd say I'd say my pop was probably a big uh, was a big advocate for me playing footy. And uh, yeah. yeah, just sort of blossomed from there. Rightio. Um, so, you played your juniors at Maribor, or most of your juniors at uh, Maribor Magpies, under-12s to under-16s. What was that like? Yeah, no, I love Maribor. Um, yeah, it's always, been, it's always been home, and as I said again, it's God's country down there, Arch. Uh, the Mays, yep. um, yeah, played down at Princess Park, was their home ground. Uh, we were in the yep. Bendigo uh, Junior Footy League, so I played um, yep. there under-12s, under-16s. I actually tried to... I was a nine-year-old trying to get there for my first season in the under-12s and they, they kicked back um, two of my great mates, Liam Murphy and uh, Connor O'Shea, with me as well because we're too young, yep. too little. Um, and uh, yeah. I got back in the car and I told Dad, well, Dad, they, I didn't make the team um, too young, so can you go beat them up? Um, <laughs> I was pretty angry, Arch, disappointed, crying. I used to be a bit of a cry yeah. when I was younger. Um, so I had to go back to the Oz, I was nine and I had to go back to the Oz kit. Um, back over the road at the home ground of Maribor Rovers and I yeah. uh, had to play yeah I was kick and then had to play they used to have these little games like under 11s under 13s under 15s so you used to have to go um, play up in there but um, but yeah, yeah. No, nothing but nothing but uh, love for Maribor and played in two flags there um, played in a lot of losses yeah. played probably I would have lost a lot of games by about 200 points 150 points but um, we got yeah we got two flags there which was which was great and then oh, yeah. Um, that's all right. yeah yeah Good. Yep. Right, so Jake, you played first 18s at St. Pat's um, and captain in 2018s and playing the G in the Herald Sun Shield. Uh, what was that like? Yeah, no, yeah, first 18, um, it's my favourite footy of all time. 
I loved it. Um, you know, put on that jumper, the clover, playing with your best mates from your school. It's just nothing like it. Playing on a Wednesday afternoon and, um, you know, when three o'clock rings, you're out there playing with your best mates. And, um, yeah, I played. I was fortunate enough to play two years of uh, first day in footy, year 11. Um, I did get to play in the Hell of Sun Shield that year. Um, I tore my quad twice, um, so I was out injured, but I was there watching at GMHBA Stadium when they took on uh, St. Bernard's, and we um, unfortunately lost by a couple of goals there. But, um, yeah, it was great. Um, and then 2018, obviously, I got to be the uh, first 18 captain, which was um, chosen by the peers and teammates and all that kind of thing, which was, which was yeah, it was a true honour. Um, it was always my dream to go to St. Pat's from a young age. So I watched, I actually, funny stories, I went to St. Pat's because there was an ad on TV um, of them playing in Darwin when I was a little kid. I went to mum and said, gee, I would love to go to St. Pat's one day. And then, well, fortunate enough, I did. And to be able to captain them um, was, yeah, just a dream come true. And then... Played a few games. Uh, obviously, got the, uh, five games to get your jumper. So I got the uh, the jumper there, which was great. And then we made it all the way to the MCG, where we took on St Bernard's again. And uh, it was look before the game, I was I was pretty nervous, but I was also pumped, and the adrenaline just took over. Um, and once we got out there on the ground, warmed up, and you're seeing yourself on the camera up, up, up on the uh, up on the screen, which is pretty cool, and that. Um, we got jumped at the start in the first quarter, and that's where we probably lost the game. There, we, you know, we kept missing uh, a few easy shots on goal, and they sort of got a ride. And their crowd—they had their whole year twelve, year eleven fan base. Their crowd was absolutely given to us over the over the sidelines, which we only had a few year twelves, and you know, uh, our family members and that kind of thing, which was which is still good that now they were there, but we didn't have enough fan to get us uh, to get us over the line. But um, yeah, it was a great experience. Logs wouldn't change it for the world, and. You know, we lost that day, but it was still one of the greatest days of my life and we still partied on that night, so it was great. <laughs> you were talking about quads. Um, you've done four quads. What's that like? How's the recovery process come back from that? Yeah, well, yeah, I've, I've torn my quad twice. Uh, sorry, three times, sorry. Three, yeah. Um, but I've had cork. Yeah, three times, but I've, I've had a lot of corkies on the quad, so you pretty much say it's four times. Like, <laughs> um, it seems like a never-ending uh, love story, but um, we'll get there one day. It's... Um, it's healing. So I did two. I did it back to back in uh, 2017 in my bottom age rebels year, um, and that was. I was very impatient and just wanted to play footy and just play rebels footy and just you know give my best best foot forward. Um, but I should have just taken more time with it, and that's come with a bit more age, a bit more experience. So I should have taken more time with it and, and made sure I was 100% right instead of being 95 or 90% right. So that's one thing I've learnt. Um, I ended up doing it again this year at the start of. Uh, Started pre oh, sorry, end of pre-season, but starting to the season, which obviously is no season now because of uh, COVID-19. But this time I sort of just learnt to take it, take as long as I need. And, and um, if you're not 100% right, there's no there's no point being out there. So I've really um, made sure that I'm, you know, doing, doing everything right. You know, got the uh, strength and conditioning coach and doing, you know, strength workouts and massages and sort the physio and all that kind of stuff. And... Um, yeah, now it's, it's feeling great, so I'm ready to go again when, when it's uh, when it's time. Sweet. What other setbacks have you had in your career, apart from your quads and injuries? Um, other setbacks? Good question, Logs. I don't know. I haven't really had many other setbacks. I've had a lot of dislocated fingers. I reckon I've dislocated about four or five out of ten uh, fingers, thumbs on the, on the little download there. But um, I had... I had an injury in under 15s actually at V line, so you know you played V line, oh, yeah. Bendigo Pioneers. I because I was Bendigo Pioneers at that stage back in under 15s because of Maryborough. I had um I had a gro- I had groin injuries all year, and I I was sort of running around on one leg, but I was still sort of playing because we only had 
you know, 17, 18 numbers, you know, to a team at Maryborough. So you have to, I had to just battle on and play so I could make up the numbers. Um, I ended up making the Bendigo team and going to play a carnival up in Mildura. And I was, the physio, or met, like one of the um, sports um, physio blokes saw my groin, had a bit of a feel of it and said, oh, this is not good, mate. You need to get this checked out immediately. But I still played that game because <laughs> um, I wanted to make because I wanted to make the next stage where you played in um, down in Gippsland. Yeah. Um, and I went down to the physio down in Ballarat. Actually, went to uh, physiotherapy, and they said that I'd done my adductor. I'm like, okay, we're well, interesting, righto? But I didn't think it was my adductor though. And anyway, this bloke named Pat Allen down at Donald. He's a witch doctor though. Like, calling, he's done a lot of AFL players and and other sort of you know heavy heavy celebrity guests and that kind of thing. But um, I went to him and he said I'd. I'd have uh, Oswald Slatters, which is a bit of a, it's a bit of a yeah, shit injury. Yeah. Chris Judd had it, and Brad Crouch had it. It's wrecked a few footballers, and um, I went to him a few times, and he fixed it. Rex, so I don't know how he did it, but he did it. Um, don't know how bad, like the actual Oswald Slatters was on the grade. I don't know if it was a low, you know, that kind of stuff. But yeah. um, we got there, and we got there in the end. But they haven't really had many other set- setbacks other than those probably a couple of injuries there, likes. But yeah, fully fit, ready to go now. So sweet. Yeah. So you're just talking about um, Rebels, um, like bottom edge. Like, what was it to play back to back for Rebels, like bottom edge? Um, yeah, no, I played. So I played number sixteens there. Um, we played a, you know, a few games carnival there, which was which was good. Got a bit of experience. How how it was and how it tasted. Then was yeah fortunate enough to make the under 18s bottom edge list. Um, the Rebels um, didn't really get. Much opportunity there. I tore my quad twice. So I missed half the season with that, which was, yeah. was pretty devastating. But I got to play, I think, four four games. Um, probably average about two disposals, I reckon, in those games. Um, <laughs> but um, no, it was good fun and just to sort of taste it and see, you know, play against the best sort of kids around your age and that kind of thing. Yeah. It definitely made me a better footballer and mentally as well doing the injuries, um, preparing for the next year at the top age up. Um, we're not yeah. playing most of the games that season, had a couple of concussions and and that kind of thing. Um, but, yeah, I, I enjoyed Rebels footy as a bottom age probably more than top age, to be honest. Uh, as bottom age, it wasn't as much pressure. Um, yeah. And I, and I sort of, yeah, just sort of, I know I sort of played more freely and a bit, bit better, I reckon, because I was sort of mentally in a better state, I reckon, playing as a bottom yeah. age. As top age, a bit more pressure. Um, yeah. I probably played, I probably did play better in the end. Stats wasn't that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, yeah I, I really did enjoy me. The age um, rebels, um, sorry, bottom age rebels uh, year, which which was a really fun year. Top age year was still, still a lot of fun, but um, yeah. I didn't enjoy it as much as my bottom age year. Yeah, yeah. So now you've played a few games uh, VFL with North Melbourne. Uh, could you talk us through that? Yeah, um, I was pretty yeah pretty lucky to play a couple of games with the North Melbourne VFL uh, last year, 2019. I um I actually had pneumonia. Um, going yeah. into the pre-season, yeah, with, um, last yeah. year. That was another setback, I forgot to say, sorry. Had pneumonia, um, dropped about yeah. eight kilos. So, yeah, I was, yeah, I need to go on, uh, on, I don't know, something to boost me, boost me weight, reverse Jenny yeah. Craig and that kind of thing. Need to go on something that was going to beef me up a bit arch. But, um, yeah. yeah, I went I went to, yeah, the pre- at the end of the pre-season to North, which was pretty lucky to get a few training runs in and I ended up making the, uh, the rookie squad yeah. there. So I wasn't yeah, actually yeah. on the official on the official list, but got to train every training session, and I ended up playing at about I think it was three practice matches. Um, yeah. That was a great experience. Lined up on uh, David Armitage, my first game um, against in the centre bounce, which was pretty cool. Uh, the bloke who played 150 um, AFL games for St Kilda, 
Um, and then, yeah, got to play a few games there. And I did okay for the first few games. Like, I wasn't obviously any good, but yeah. I did all right. I did all right, I thought, and got good feedback, which is good. And then, yeah, just yeah. went back and played local footy for Lakers. And then I was lucky enough to yeah, get yeah. last few games of the year to play uh, the VFL against the uh, Geelong uh, Cats and uh, Footscray Bulldogs, where the Geelong game we lost by about 100. It was a bit of a blowout. Um, yeah. But that was, an, that was an unreal experience playing against about 14, yeah. 15 AFL listed players. And, yeah, again, I think I averaged about, yeah, I think 5.5 touches or something like that, Arch, um, for both games. Yeah. But um, I was there. I was participating. I was trying my best. Yep. And um, that was still good fun. Wouldn't change it for the world. Yeah, right, eh? Thanks for that. So, what got you into coaching at a young age, Jake? Yeah, good question, folks. Coaching. Um, well, I've always sort of thought I was always a leadership. Like, I was just always showing leadership. I thought I was always been sort of a natural leader. Um, you know, I've captained a few sides and been in leadership groups and that kind of thing. And I always like to use my voice. It, you know, engages me in the game. And I think it helps other people. I like to help other people out um, as well through my voice and through my actions. But, um, I don't know, coaching just sort of... Brad Wooten sort of sent me a message. Um, I think it was after... What was it? After 2018 season. Yeah, so after 2018 season, said, oh, would you be interested in coaching um, junior footy next year? And I sort of said to him, look, um, not too short at the moment. I was up in Port Macquarie working with my dad, doing a bit of layering, and um, I didn't really know what I was going to do, to be honest, next year. And then I sort of thought, well, look, why not? Let's give it a go. So I actually thought I was coaching the under-17 reserves um, at one stage. Um, and then Brad sent me another message or a phone call a couple of weeks later saying, no, you've got the under-15s coaching job if you want it. I said, yep, yeah, let's, let's go for it. Under-15 seniors, let's go. Um, so I thought, you know, may as well take it on and, and, and prove my improve my knowledge of the game and give it to young kids. Obviously, you, Logs and Arch, we done the 15 boys last year. And, um, yeah, I thought, why not? Just give it a go. And, and then uh, I, had, I had a lot of fun. Me and Mr. Turner, Harry Turner, was the assistant coach and, and all the other dads that helped out, you know, Bickers and, and all the rest of them, which was great. Um, but, yeah, um, I, I had a lot of fun. The under 15 boys it taught me a lot about myself and, and how to handle young kids, and it, it sort of matured me in a way as well. Um, mm. But then this this year, I was about to coach down the nineteens actually, so I was taking on a bit of a challenge there. Obviously, kids are only a year younger, or two years younger, or three years younger than me, um, so it would have been quite quite a difficult task. But it was one that I was willing to take and, and give it a, give it all my go, uh, give it all my go, and, and see how I go. But obviously, didn't get to happen with obviously COVID. So yeah. yeah. Um. Also, with coaching, how did you balance under fifteens? Seniors coaching, why you're still like training with North Melbourne and everything? Yeah, good question, though, as well. Yeah, I was obviously coaching under 15s, playing footy at Lakers Seniors, uh, training twice a week down at North Melbourne, BFL, and then also working sometimes down in Warrigal with my dad. Um, so I had sort of a few obstacles to go through, and there was a lot of challenges, especially being a 19 year old kid who, yeah, I am quite immature and, you know, I'm out there sort of character, but. Um, I had to you know, drive you know, three and a half, four hours to come back for training on Thursday night um, to just uh, you know, train with obviously you boys, coach you's up under 15s and then I'll also train later with the Lakers seniors and then I'll be working on a Monday and then go tr- and then go travel an hour and a half into the city to train at North and then drive another hour and a half back to Warrigal and start work again at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning and then the same thing happened Wednesday night and I'm getting home at you know, 10, 10.30. Um, it definitely took a toll on my body. I think at the end of the year, I was definitely fatigued, and I didn't have as much, I guess, energy and 
and that kind of thing, which I think that's shown um, as well. Probably my performance as well was pretty sloppy, but that's all right. Um, yeah, no, it was definitely a challenge, uh, Logs, but we, we manage on and we got to do what we got to do, I guess, don't we? Yeah. Thanks for, for chatting with us, you know, going through now a bit with us and and uh, just and shouting us out to on the Instagram, getting us getting us a few followers. Yeah, yeah thanks, that's mate. That's that's right, Arch. No worries, mate. I'll uh, I'll keep shouting your boys out and. Hopefully, uh, we'll take this uh, podcast past Dylan Friends podcast and uh, all the rest of them, all the other competitors yeah, out there. We'll see how we go. Well done, boys. Thanks for that. Cheers, Cheers Jakey. Cheers, mate. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the podcast this week. Don't forget to go check out our Instagram, Lakeland underscore podcast, and our YouTube, Lakeland podcast. And also, we're on Spotify now, so go check out that Lakeland podcast. Cheers, boys.